Okay, welcome to Word Without Walls. This is for the podcast, and today we are going to talk about fear and trembling. I think there are really kind of a lot of verses in the Bible that can trip us up, that can trick us, that can kind of get us off course if we don't really understand what they're saying. And I think Philippians 2.12 is one of them. In the King James Bible, it says, Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. And this can be tricky because when we see salvation, work, fear, trembling, these things, they, they don't seem to go together because we know, we understand that we are saved by grace through faith, not through works, not through our own efforts, not through anything that we've done or anything that we deserve or anything like that. We understand that salvation is a gift of God. So then what is Paul talking about here when he says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling? Well, in order to understand, I think it's important to do a little bit of a, a word study and see what some of these words really mean, and then kind of dig in a little bit and uh, bring some of this out. So, the phrase work out in Philippians 2.12, it's one Greek word, it's number 2716 in Strong's Greek Concordance, and it means to work fully or accomplish. And I think right off the bat, that is so important that we're not looking at this as work. We're looking at it as accomplishing something. We're looking at it as the fullness of something. We are saved, and we're being saved, and we will be saved. Those are the three tenses of salvation. But the middle one, the being saved part, that doesn't come from effort. That comes from understanding that the work is fully accomplished. And we're going to look at this more. So the word fear is number 5401 in Strong's Creek Concordance, and it means alarm or fright. Trembling is number 5156 in Strong's Creek Concordance, and it means quaking with fear. Which, again, none of that really sounds especially good, because that sounds more like what we think of as the, the Old Testament God, who is angry and who we are supposed to be afraid of and who we are, you know, we're supposed to run from him instead of running to him, we think in our minds. But really the case is, is that God wants us to run to him and not from him. So I found in Psalms 2.11, in the King James Bible, it says, Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. And the word fear there is number 3374 in Strong's Hebrew Concordance, and it means morally reverence and the word trembling is number 7461 in Strong's Hebrew Concordance and it means a shudder so what we see here is it's not it's not fear like we think of it it's not you know I'm afraid of you because I think I'm going to get in trouble if I don't work out my salvation what it is is I'm able to fully accomplish my salvation when I understand a moral reverence when I shudder in the presence when I'm so full of the magnitude and the glory of God that I start to understand what it truly means to be saved. So I wanted to read Philippians 2.12 in the Message Bible. It says, What I'm getting at, friends, is that you should simply keep on doing what you've done from the beginning. 
when I was living among you, you lived in responsive obedience. Now that I'm separated from you, keep it up. Better yet, redouble your efforts. Be energetic in your life of salvation, reverent and sensitive before God. That, to me, is what fear and trembling is. It's reverence and sensitivity. It's living connected to God. It's being energetic in our life, not taking our salvation for granted, but really what, what where I'm going to get to in a minute is walking in our salvation. And I say walking in it rather than walking it out because if we're walking something out, that means we're trying to do it in our flesh again. That means we're trying to uh, accomplish something that's already been accomplished rather than realizing how accomplished it is. So let me read 1 Corinthians 2.7 in the Message Bible. It says, God's wisdom is something mysterious that goes deep into the interior of his purposes. You don't find it lying around on the surface. It's not the latest message, but more like the oldest. What God determined as the way to bring out his best in us long before we ever arrived on the scene. Our salvation really is God bringing out his best in us. He put his he put himself inside us and now he's working to bring himself out of us. And that's what it says in Ephesians 3:16. It says that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. The biggest kind of uh trick to the whole Christian life is having the inner man come out, having what's inside of us, that holy seed, that heart of God, the really, honestly, the Holy Spirit, Jesus himself living inside of us, that's good and well, but, but it's got to start to live not only in us, but to live through us. And that's what working out is, as, we, as we're going to see again, it's not walking something out, but it's walking in something so that what's in us, the inner man, strengthened by his spirit, can start to come out so jesus can instead of us trying to live jesus's life we have to come to the place where we're letting jesus live his life in us and through us and i think that comes from fear and trembling i think that comes from again from being reverent and sensitive before god to listening to him to obeying him to not using our own strength and that's what it says in second corinthians twelve nine. It says in the King James, And he said unto me, Jesus said, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities than the power that the power of Christ may rest upon me. When we're weak, he's strong. When we can't, he will. When we stop trying to walk stuff out, we can start to walk in stuff. And that, I think, is the biggest uh, key to unlocking how we work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. We do it by letting him do it because, again, we understand that he already did it. And that's the key. That's another thing Paul said in another place. He said, are you so foolish that this salvation started in the spirit? You're going to try to make it perfect in the flesh? That's not how it works. That's not how God intended it, and that's not how God will allow it. You cannot finish in the flesh what was started in the Spirit. That doesn't even make sense. It can't happen. We can't walk out what God started. We instead have to walk in it. And that's what it says in Isaiah 30, 21. The King James Bible says, 
and thine ears shall hear a word behind thee, saying, This is the way, walk ye in it, when ye turn to the right hand and when ye turn to the left. That's the Holy Spirit that's inside of us. And again, it's behind us because it's not going to happen. It already happened. It's a finished work. And what that means, that it's a finished work, is that it's not necessarily leading us, but what it's doing is propelling us. It's it's nudging us. It's uh, it's you know it's it's keeping us on the path from behind. And and even what it says here is when we want to when we turn to the right or the left when we start to get off course, it doesn't convict us of that sin. It doesn't convict us of our mistakes. No, it convicts us of our righteousness. And it says this is the way. Walk ye in it. And of course, we understand that the way is Jesus. And that's what the Holy Spirit does is it always points us back to Jesus. And Jesus always points us back to the Father. And again, that's the economy of God where we understand that it all comes down from him and then into us and then out of us. But in order for it to get out of us, we think we have to do that on our own. But the fact of the matter is, is that we can't do that on our own. Nobody can live Jesus' life except Jesus. Nobody can walk Jesus the, the, in the footsteps that Jesus walked except Jesus. His footsteps are too big. But if we'll allow him to, he can make his footsteps with our feet. If we work our, our, our salvation with fear and trembling, if we're reverent and sensitive to the Lord, we can stop trying to live his life and we can start letting him live his life in us. And again, that's that's the fullness of our salvation. That's where this abundant life really starts to be real. Amen.